We have a great um, list of handicappers. I think we have the most we've had. Most people that um, are just tuning in for the first time. I usually kind of stall at the beginning, give everybody a chance to to uh, to join us, just uh, because of the whole notification thing. And on Sunday we yeah, have. Yeah, it takes a while to get those. Yeah, it does Mine take. Just a while. came through. Did it? Yeah. Thanks for joining us, Joe. We appreciate it as always. <laughs> Be sure to smash the like button. <laughs> yeah, you guys hit that like button. I think it is up very early to be here with you guys. I think everyone that um, I think everyone that watches the show, including the people that do the show um, every day with me, are going to be excited when the clocks change for everybody else and they don't change for me. And actually, our shows are going to be during the week at six o'clock Eastern time, um, my t- or six o'clock Hawaii time. So eleven o'clock Eastern time is uh, you know we go to a five hour time difference instead of six. So it's uh, I'm gonna be. I'm going to be carnival people. I'm going to be staying out all night, maybe stay up till 10 <laughs> o'clock at night or something. Ooh, it'll be a late one. Yeah, going <laughs> to go crazy. Carnival people stuff. But, um, yeah, got it going. to we bring in our first guest? I think we should. That'd be all right, let's great. do it. It's, it Who is, we're bringing in first. It's going to be uh, Ron Romanelli. Of course, I'm 100% unprepared for this, so let's just see if we can get him up here. And uh, just we have so many people in the green room. This is like the most we've ever had. So it's a little bit confusing here, but we'll get it. And uh, let's see what we got. I just need to find his uh, little name tag. God, boy, I got like eight of them for Rod and and, and uh, <laughs> none for anybody else. Maybe everyone looks like, there it is. So you're going to have to keep me updated on this game going on, Mitch. I worked out if I have my TV on, that is when my internet doesn't want to do for the streaming. All right. Well, you'll have to give why. me the name of that cable company. We'll, we'll, we'll send Romanelli over there to straighten their ass out. I've, I've called them 10 times screaming at them. They don't like me. They know me my name as soon as I call now. Yeah, like, Joe, what do you need? Sometimes the screaming um, doesn't work. I, I, know, <laughs> I know it's hard. It's a, it's, I, well, I, I stink at it, you know. Everyone knows that yeah. I'm, I, I'm, I am, I am a name caller, but I'm also a big tipper. So normally they come running when there's a problem. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking Bittler tips Love with it. the cute waitress. Ron, Brian sits in your section. We ask this question almost every week. What kind of tip, <laughs> what kind of tip you're looking at? And, and if the number is right, are the pants staying on? That's all I need to know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, with, with Bittler coming around, I expect 30%, maybe even upwards of 40%. And uh, we'll have to see where it goes from there. But, yeah, I know Brian Bittler, Mr. Senior Sharp, he's a big tipper there. So I'm expecting only the best from him. Well, um, yesterday in Gainesville, uh, the Gators shutting out Vandy. It was pretty much the best the defense has looked all season. The offense, eh. <laughs> They don't have a Caleb Williams to come off the bench. <laughs> that is the issue there in Gainesville. Um, I'm going to guess the recruiting pipeline. Uh, they got to be out there just looking for quarterbacks. Help wanted yeah, yeah. signs. Yeah, I think they are actually getting a good amount of recruits in that quarterback and other skilled positions at um, and on, on offense. But yeah, you know, defense played not that great in the first half, but definitely locked down in the second half and. Um, you know, the Gators earned a <clears throat> blowout victory under Dan Mullen. We've seen plenty of those before, and he uh, 
covered that 39-point spread. So, yeah, you know, it wasn't the, the best 42 nothing performance, but, I mean, it was 42 nothing, so can't complain. Two missed field goals there by Vandy helping the yep. cause on the shutout. They were uh, – yep. one was a chip shot. The other one was a little bit – a little bit further, but you know, once again, those drives by Vandy penalty aided just a lot of penalties on the Gators this year, just tons. Yeah, but. yeah, lack of discipline there, but we'll have to see if they can uh, figure it out. Do you think uh, Alabama and Penn State are both ranked ahead of Cincinnati this week in the polls? Mm, I don't know about Penn State. I'd say Alabama, but I don't know about Penn State. Yeah, I think, I think Cincinnati might jump them. I think Cincinnati um, will move up a. I don't know how they move up, but I think that Alabama and Penn State will both be ranked ahead of them. And, you know, mm. it's just the way the system works. We all know that. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, <clears throat> got NFL action today. Um, where are you going? Yeah, I'm going to Tampa Bay for this uh, free play. You know, the Buccaneers, they've had a pretty rough <clears throat> road trip lately, and they returned back home. They went to Los Angeles across the country and then, to New England across the country, and now they're back home in Florida. But, you know, the Bucks are coming off that emotional victory at New England. That was Brady's return, and uh, the Patriots missed a field goal for the Bucks to clinch that victory. And I do think this could be a bit of a letdown spot for the Buccaneers, not to mention the Bucks have plenty of injuries to worry about and a lot of them in their secondary. We've seen the secondary struggle all season long. <clears throat> it's um, The secondary is currently allowing – quarterbacks to have a 74% completion percentage this season and they're throwing for 328 passing yards per game and I know Jacoby Brissett may not be the best option for the Dolphins but he was able to move the ball in the fourth quarter in overtime and against the Raiders to uh, tie that game up twice and uh, I think he's going to be able to move the ball through the air in this spot as every quarterback has this season against the Bucks. Um, on the defense we know Brian Flores loves to blitz you know the Dolphins are blitzing on 40.9% of snaps this season. That leads the NFL. I think putting on putting some pressure on that Tampa Bay offensive line and Tom Brady as well is going to prove to be pretty successful. We know Tom Brady is uh, pretty much a wizard at getting the ball out of his hands really quickly. But this season, he's struggled a bit with those deep passes when he's getting pressure on him. We saw last week he missed a few guys in the end zone and uh, overthrew some guys as well when uh, some pressure was on him and he threw the ball deep. So I'm expecting the Dolphins' defense to show up uh, in this one. I think they're going to be able to stop the run as well. Tampa Bay really hasn't even run the ball much this season. So, you know, I think this is a case of just too many points. I think it's a one-sided kind of rivalry where the Dolphins know they're the underdogs heading into this spot at Tampa Bay, and they need a win. I'm not sure they're going to get the win, but I definitely think it's going to be a closer game than the spread suggests. So I'll take the points with the Dolphins. What's going to happen? More points by the Dolphins or yards by the Jets today? Joe, what are you thinking? <laughs> well, I'm going to I'm gonna go with Ron on this one, too. I really do think um, this is just way too many points with all the injuries you are seeing in that secondary for Tampa Bay. I'm also liking this over 49 and a half. We look at this over in the last four meetings between these two teams. It's 4 and 0 to that over. So I think the over would be my strongest play. Dolphins have always been the thorn in the side of uh, Tom Brady, that's for sure. So I have to believe that uh, they're going to play him tough here as well. As a Dolphin fan, um, it's like I'm disappointed, but I'm not overly disappointed in in the Dolphins. I think this, I think if you, 
My, my philosophy always is if you're not going to win at all, right, if you don't have a chance to win at all, then it doesn't make sense to win at all, at all you know, in the NFL. This way you get a chance to uh, draft higher, um, you know, fill those holes that you need. And for the Dolphins, unfortunately, it, it could be a quarterback. Um, you know, that Tua pick looks like it is going to cost them, and um, at least at this point. And you'd have to say that um, outside of acquiring someone in free agency in these, you know, big-time quarterbacks, unless they're Deshaun Watson, just don't come up all that often um, on the trade block. You know, the Dolphins had a crack at Drew Brees, you know, many years ago in free agency, and he was too short to play quarterback for them, unfortunately. So instead they went with Jay Fiedler um, to run the show. So, uh, you know, I just – and Ray Lucas, and, you know, it goes on and on and on. Um, Who they went with over – who were tall enough as opposed to Drew Brees. Of course, they drafted Jamar Fletcher, overtaking him in that draft as well. I'm good at letting it go, right? As a Dolphin yeah. season ticket holder, um, you know, I I think that you know the Dolphins as an organization from top to bottom have some serious problems, and it looked like they were on the um, road to to clearing things up. But I can tell you, as a season ticket holder for the Miami Dolphins, all it takes is one email about parking, and you fully understand why this team has been an absolute mess for the last 25 years. And I always answer the emails the exact same way. St. Louis Cardinal fans aren't getting emails that look like this. You know, they're just not, you know. So I just think that, uh, you know, I, while I do believe the Dolphins, you know, give the give the Bucks some problems here. If they get blown out of the building, I'm not shocked either. So this one, I'm going to roof low and just take a straight pass on this thing. You got to go with your boys. You got to go with the fins. It's, 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 it's tough because they're, they're not my guys. You know, it's like I'm long since, you know, abandoned ship. You know, when, when you bring in Jay Cutler as your solution, you know, when, when you give Ryan Tannehill a $145 million contract extension when he's a wide receiver playing quarterback. And, you know, he obviously has done nothing. You've lost me at that point. You, you've lost me. And, and that's where the Dolphins are as an organization. The Jay Cutler signing was just a flat-out insult to me. And it was like, well, the, at least it wasn't Brock Osweiler. Then they brought in Osweiler to back him up. It was just a kick right in the, right in the nuts. You know, I mean, there's no, other, there's no way to sugarcoat it. You know, as a Dolphin fan, I, I just felt betrayed. I just felt used. It's like this. It's it's like now I know how Cubs fans feel. You know. Oh yeah. <laughs> Anyways, you got anything else going on today, Ron? Uh, that's it for free plays, but I do want to mention what I have for sale at the site. I got my <clears throat> NFL Super Sunday trio. Uh, my top three plays in the NFL. I really like today's card. I think it's. A loaded card. I probably I probably could have had more premium plays, but um, just stuck to three, and I think we have the best shot at sweeping the board today at three and zero. Oh. All three plays are against the spread, and I'd love to take down your book with me. So check me out at Pick Dogs Premium, Ron Romanelli. I agree with you. It is a loaded card today, but that's Ron Romanelli. Of course, you can always get his picks over at PickDogs.com, SportsChatPlace.com. He also writes at PickDogs.com some of the free articles, and. Uh, just an all-around good guy. We will uh, see you next Saturday, Ron. Yes, I'll be there. And uh, tonight, you know, sometimes, guys, you got to treat your girlfriends out if you want to keep them around. So I'll be going to the Harry Styles concert in Tampa Bay. Uh, he's a good kid, so I'll be watching. It should be a good show. But, you know, going to have to miss some football today. you got to do it for your ladies, guys. My niece, my niece just went in Detroit. I got her tickets about two years ago. 
And uh, now they finally had the concert yeah. in Detroit a couple yeah. weeks ago. And she went, my niece went, they went from, they, they live in Cincinnati and, um, my brother-in-law, my sister-in-law, and then the, all the girls, they always go to, they go to all these concerts like this. And it's, I just, I, I just like the material from it, you know, getting the material of, and then of course all the pictures and you know, everything else. But uh, en- you enjoy yourself over at that Harry Styles concert. You at, well, yeah, I sure will. And just remember, you tell Harry to smash that like button. Oh, anyway, <laughs> thanks for joining us, Ron, as always. <laughs> Joe, that was... Uh, thanks, Ron, Ron. Best of luck. That was Ron Romanelli. You know, th- that one is an interesting one, that Tampa-Miami game. And it's like we are at that point of the NFL season, you know, five weeks in, where the injury lists are as long as the active player lists. I mean, they really are that long. And, you know... There's a lot of good games on the board today, no doubt about it. Yeah, there is. I'm excited. It's also Canadian Thanksgiving up here, so we have turkey and football. Yeah, I, I'm excited for Canadian Thanksgiving. It's my first Canadian Thanksgiving, um, even though I don't live in Canada. But we have so many Canadians now on our uh, on our shows that, um, well, um, I I I couldn't make it to Joe's house for the, for the real Canadian Thanksgiving, so. Instead, we'll just have to celebrate here in spirit and do half times and eat turkey and all kinds of other good stuff in the process. Absolutely. But uh, let's bring in our next guest. It's going to be Al Ninos. We got Al. Welcome to the show. There we go. Unmuted myself this time. How are you doing, Mitch? We're doing good. Um, Dodgers evening up the series last night. Big night for you in in, uh, San Francisco getting it done. Um, Bittler took the Giants. It was the kiss of death. I mean, you should just you should just pay for his bets to bet the Giants because every time he bets them, they lose, and uh, every time he bets against them, they win. He's he's fifty he's he's fifty five and one oh nine now in Giants games after last night because it was he took them, so it was like he lost, you know. But he's fifty five and one oh nine in Giants games. We we keep tabs on the on the morning show, but uh, anyways, welcome to the show and. Uh, how are things treating you? Yeah, you know, I don't think you'll take uh, too much uh, convincing. You know, I just have to have a quick conversation about how much I like the Dodgers. I'm pretty sure that'll convince uh, Brian to hop right on the Giants. But, you know, he knows how much I like the Dodgers. I think everybody does. It was very hard for me to stay off them as a premium last night. But, uh, you know, I did try to focus more on the football, as we are doing today as well. And, yeah, great, great card of NFL games this week. So let's get to it. But, um, uh, all right. Anyways, what do you got for us today? <laughs> Sorry, yeah. I also want to say if you want to take your dating advice, you definitely get it from Ron because maybe that's why I'm stuck paying child support because, you know, I'll, I'll choose I'll choose football over a concert, but, you know, maybe that's just me. But definitely don't take my advice if you got ladies. But uh, anyway, I think you got, uh, I think you got I think you got to do both. I think you I think you guys have to do your own thing. But then it's like, see, like. Normally, you know, I go to like at least a, I like to a Broadway play every year and it's tough because I live in Hawaii. So it's, it's quite a trip, you know, to go to Broadway and go to a play, <laughs> man. But I suck it up, you know, 12 hours on a plane and, you know, you know, you're sitting there at Hamilton and you're half asleep, but, you know, you're there and you made it. You know, it's <laughs> like don't start snoring. Oh, I've, se- I've actually seen some some good ones, you know. It's just you have to plan them on, like, Tuesday night. It's got to be Tuesday night or something. You know, there's no there sports go. on. There it's you like, go. It's, you, you know, but I guess Harry Styles doesn't take requests in that respect. But, Al, what do you got for us today? 
Uh, we're going to be looking at maybe not the prettiest game on the board, but I do think there's some value here for us. So we're looking at the uh, Giants who will be in uh, Dallas after earning their first win of the season, 27-21 uh, to 21 in uh, overtime in New Orleans. So um, that was pretty surprising, but they got the job done. Obviously not the most talented bunch. Um, no doubt about it, the Cowboys are the better team with a lot more talent on offense. New York's also dealing with some pretty big injuries. Both uh, Sterling Shepard and uh, Darius Slayton are out for this one. Um, the Cowboys do have some guys listed as questionable, Zeke and uh, Amari Cooper, but uh, both are expected to play. Still, uh, that being said, you know, yeah, sure, they're more talented. They're the better team. They're playing at home. But uh, they should win this game, too. But uh, I don't know if they should be favored by a whole touchdown. And uh, New York, you know, they, they haven't had a great season. But uh, they've been they've kept their losses close, except for week one. But, uh, you know, I'm definitely not interested in laying a touchdown here with the Cowboys. So I'm taking the points here with the Giants. Joe, what are you thinking in this one? Yeah, this isn't, like El Nino said, the prettiest game. You know, we look at this. Um, the Giants really need this win. They are one and three on the season. It's kind of one of those games. They lose this one. Their hopes for everything is just out the window. So taking the Giants plus the points seems logical here for them to keep this one tight. I just don't know if they can do it against this Cowboys team that is rolling hot this year. They're not looking um, like the Cowboys team we saw last year where they were unreliable. Uh, they're making some amazing plays in their games. So... I would love to take the Giants plus the points, but I think I'd take the Cowboys minus them. I think this one's going to be a dogfight. Uh, you know, two teams they know each other extremely well. They're they're they play you know they play each other twice every year, so they're built to play one another. So I expect to see a really hard hitting, and you know the total's gone up three points in this game. I still think it's going under. I don't know. I we haven't seen a ton of punting in Giants games, which is weird, right? But it's like I do just, expect a lot of running, so. So I could definitely see an under here, yeah. Yep. Ezekiel Elliott, they've been really feeding him the ball this year. He looks, you know, a lot of times when the guys lose the weight, they lose some of their strength, but doesn't appear to be the case with Ezekiel Elliott. He's just less fat, something maybe that I should uh, figure out what exactly that workout routine was. But uh, I, it's like I'm still putting on COVID weight. How is that possible, you know? It's, it's like two years of, uh, of this, of my workout routine. I'm working on it, though fix that but anyways yeah this should be this should be a good one and um i i could see it i could see it an angle both ways but i think that you know divisional games tend to be a little bit closer than non-divisional games they just always seem to find a way speaking of not finding a way the jets is looking absolutely pathetic out here like the jets do uh 17 nothing falcons at this point and the falcons are kicking off again happy to hear uh, it just just when they give you a little bit of hope <laughs> There's no hope allowed on this show. <laughs> I, never, I, I never gave him much, uh, but, uh, you know. It was like you said, the Giants really need this win. I'm thinking, I really need the win, too. <laughs> I could really use one myself. But uh, what else do you got for us? We were just looking at one game today. You know, we, we looked at two last week, went one and one. So just looking to uh, to get the books good with just one solid play today. What are you selling today at Pick Dogs? Uh, I have a five pack with my uh, five best uh, NFL bets of the day, and then I do have a play in the MLB as well. So that you can check those out separately or get a long term pass for get them all a better deal. All right. Well, uh, 
We appreciate you joining us today. And, of course, we'll see you next week right here on our morning show. It was a pleasure and uh, looking forward to next week. Best of luck today. Best of luck. That was Al Ninos. Got a real big roster of uh, guests today. Pretty exciting. Just, uh, you know, the thing about this show that makes it a little different than a lot of the other shows out there is that we don't really script it with our cappers saying they got to take this game. And, you know, I know Joe likes to sit there and turn letters and just say, Al, that's such a great pick. That's, a, <laughs> that's exactly you know, what I like to do. <laughs> so she actually took the other side in that one. <laughs> I, I hate though taking the other side, but I can't when I feel like I should. No, you got to you got to take you got to take what you feel. It's like that's what's Absolutely. all about. It's like if you want if you if we wanted someone to just take the side of the capper, we you could have been on some other show. Absolutely, you know, we I'm got, glad you don't want me to do that. Well, I could, we we do, but you you just refuse to. So it's, <laughs> we're not gonna you're not gonna try and fit the. Yeah, you should hear Mitch yell at me after the shows. He's like, Why? I don't. I'm Why not. Why'd you say that? I'm not a yeller except at Ruffalo. <laughs> I'm joking, you guys. Well, next, we're going to bring in James Clark. We're going to uh, see if we can get him going here. The issue I have is that James Clark, his nameplate that I use is, um, for some reason, it's Brad Francis. It's so weird. It's like, I got to oh, just get rid weird. of that thing. Yeah, it's... All right, we're just going to eliminate that. But, uh, James, welcome to the show. How are y'all today, Mitch and Joe? How are y'all? We're doing well. Did you, did you catch the college football action yesterday? Yeah, I watched uh, my Mountaineers get destroyed yesterday by Baylor, which uh, for some reason, every time they play, play Baylor, they can be playing, they can be undefeated. They play Baylor. They always stink for some reason. It's an every year thing for us. That they game seemed done in five minutes. It was. Right? Um, it was. A, we played sloppy. I mean, we didn't. We should have stayed. We should have stayed on the bus. I think the Joe. I think played. Joe had. I think Joe. I think Joe had Baylor. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, I didn't. I wasn't gonna put a pick on it <laughs> at all. There's. I mean, I knew we was gonna get destroyed, so I guess I should have went with Baylor. But <laughs> yeah, but. I don't know. We play bad. Like I said, but like I said, every time, every year we play Baylor, we always, I'm going to swear, we shoot ourselves in the foot, the head, the back. <laughs> it was everything yesterday. So you have, um, you know, some new teams coming into the Big 12, you know, coming up, and it's going to be uh, teams like Cincinnati, right? It's going to be one of them. So that'll be more of a local game for you guys, right, than some yeah. of these other long trips to Waco and places like that um yeah yeah Mitch you know when uh when we first got into the big 12 we had a chance to go into the uh SEC or uh, ACC to, to try to play you know close to around us instead of driving it driving to Texas or flying to Texas all the time when we play uh because it's pretty much if we don't play in Morgantown we play in Texas uh somewhere in Texas we play but uh I thought they should have done that uh, years back they didn't, and uh, you know now uh, you know you're getting to Texas and Oklahoma and uh, teams like that trying to get out of the Big Twelve. You know uh, I think we should have took our chances years ago in the SEC or ACC. We had a chance to go into both, and we went with the Big Twelve. I remember the good old Big East. West Virginia was always a big part of it. Um, 
I talk about it often are my trips to Morgantown to, to watch my Canes. Well, my one trip to Morgantown, which I did escape with my life. But what do you got for us today, James? Uh, I'm looking at this uh, Cincinnati and uh, Green Bay Packers game here. Uh, guys, you know, uh, if you look at this game, uh, you look the way uh, Aaron Rodgers has been playing, you know, you'd uh, pretty much automatically think, uh, you know, Green Bay, this game should be a rollover. I don't think it is. I think uh, Cincinnati uh, uh, comes out on top of this game. I look for a shootout in this game. The Green Bay, you know, they got, they're got they beat up right now on the, on the defensive end. You know, they've played uh, pretty well uh, defensive this year. Uh, but, you know, uh, you know Joe Burrow, you know, we uh, talked about, uh, you know, him getting protection. Well, he got protection uh, last time, uh, you know, playing a tough uh, Pittsburgh Steelers defense. And you see what he done to him, them. I look for a shootout here with Aaron Rodgers, and I look for uh, Burrow to get one up on Rodgers today. Joe, what are you thinking about this one? Well, I'm not turning letters or anything, but I'm going to tell you, I'm all over Cincinnati. I think it's exactly the right play for them. Um, take them minus the points in this one. Green Bay, you know, hard situation. They've got bears on deck. I am looking ahead at that. And um, their offensive line, like James said, sucks. I think, um, or sorry, defensive line sucks. Joe Burrows is going to have so much time in that pocket to make the big plays. All right. Packers defensive line sucks. You heard it from Joe Madden. <laughs> they have been. They have been. How many times has Rodgers been sacked in the last four weeks? It's it's like Joe Madden says it, and it's like the comments are all, Joe's so hot. I say it, it's like they want to kill me, you know? It's like, not fair. He's been sacked <laughs> so many fair. times. I've been so disappointed in them. Oh, man. Right? What, like eight times? I'm trying to count in my head. Well, I mean... No one, no one snatches defeat from the jaws of victory like the Cincinnati Bengals. So, I, mean, yeah. well, I look for you know uh, the the Green Bay team that played the Saints here. I mean, I look for them to show up today. Who, uh, who, who do you think would win, James? Bowling Green or the Jets? Um, <laughs> <laughs> seriously, <laughs> this is like they just got a turnover. Um, the Falcons were ready to make it twenty-four to nothing, which would have been a really fun halftime for Joe Madden and I. But um, actually, it's only seventeen nothing. The Jets have the ball at their own twelve, but we know we know how many yards they're going to net on this drive. I like the under two. Um, <laughs> yep, there it was tripped up. Have, My guy Michael Carter for a yard. I'd have to go with the Jets just because they're a professional team, but uh, that's just a. Uh, Give Jets a little respect. But, oh, uh, they they are they are yeah. one bad team. <laughs> do you have another game for us today? Yeah, I do. Uh, I'm gonna go to the uh, Sunday night game tonight. Uh, Buffalo and Kansas City. You know, uh, <clears throat> I look at this game and uh, I like Buffalo tonight on the money line. I think Buffalo is uh, uh, thinking about the playoffs. How they got knocked out of the playoffs. Uh, I think they uh, look to get some revenge here. I know it's in the regular season. But uh, I don't think Josh Allen forget, uh, forgot about this. And I know Diggs didn't forget about this. If y'all remember when they got beat uh, last year, Diggs stood on the uh, uh, sideline the whole time as uh, Kansas City celebrated there as they're going to Super Bowl. So uh, I look for them to step up tonight. You know, uh, Buffalo's got a pretty good defense. And I know uh, you know what you get from Kansas City's offense here, but uh, I look for Buffalo to pull this game out late. Joe, I know you, I know, uh, what do you think of this one? Yeah, we've been talking about this one a lot this week with all our other shows. And 
I like the Bills plus the points. I think this is a revenge game. They're going to come out hard in this one. Um, I'm looking more at that over, though. I think we're going to have a shootout battle between two incredible quarterbacks. So um, the defense will be the difference for which team wins, who could get the turnovers. So, yeah, I'd take the over. I think the Bills are going to be motivated. I think it's always tough when you have a guy that is the thorn in your side like Mahomes is to is to the Bills. The Chiefs also hitting that desperate times, you know, two and three. They go to two and four. That division is rough, right? The, uh, the AFC West, so it's like it's going to be a rough road um, in for them. Generally, the Super Bowl winner does okay the next year, makes the playoffs. The Super Bowl loser generally does not make the playoffs. And the Chiefs, even though they won the Super Bowl two years ago, um, really not looking like a playoff team right now. It seems that the defense is just falling apart at the seams. And maybe they gave – I'm a big Chris Jones guy. Maybe they gave him too much money and they don't have any money to spread around to the other guys. I mean, maybe that's part of the problem. Because you got Jones, but he's got no help whatsoever on that defense, right? They're just getting just roasted. And I know this is week five, but I look for, you know, Buffalo, you know, the one to have home, th- uh, home field advantage throughout the playoffs and, you know, uh, knocking uh, Kansas City off here, you know, uh, help their chances. I know they got to win more games, but knowing they got a be- uh, win uh, under their belt against Kansas City, I, I really like Buffalo today. All right. What do you got for sale today for us? I got a, a six pack. Uh, Money stack going on right now. I got five uh, uh, NFL games and uh, one uh, MLB playoff game. You know, guys, uh, get those six plays. Or if you just want uh, the NFL, uh, you know, I've been doing good in football here uh, the last few weeks. If you just want to tell, I got a five-pack. Five you can just get the NFL. Uh, either pack you get, guys. I look for us to go 5-0 and or 6-0 and today. Uh, I, like everybody else is saying, I really like this car, too. So uh, after we go 5-0, and you know, upgrade 3, 7, or 30 day or team me up with any of these cappers on the show or on the site. I say it every time I'm on the show and uh, every time I get a chance. We got the best cappers in the world, and we do. And uh, put us together, and we'll put some money in your pockets, fellas. Yeah, James seems to run hot and cold. You know, he's kind of like he's extremely hot or extremely cold. So sometimes catching him on that bounce is the time to catch him. I always think that's the way to do it. It's hard. It's, you know, I've been doing this for a long time now. I'm a dinosaur, right? And it's like it's so hard to stay on top for a very long time. It just is, you know. And it's like, I mean, anyone could could win for for a week or a day or even a month but you know to do it over the course of a year not not so not so easy so i think james has fought the good fight as he heads into the end of his first year here at uh, pick dogs super excited to see what year two brings james we appreciate you thanks for joining us i appreciate y'all having me on the show and uh guys uh, i have had a nba up here soon i finished second uh last year and looked uh finish at the top again just want to i'm, I'm ready for there. nba too i'm ready for nhl as well mitchy pucks yes. i got a little little wager tuesday, tuesday night i've been sitting there in my account for a while <laughs> anyways <laughs> best of luck today james you too thank, thank y'all for having me he kind of gave us that look like how in the hell does he have a bet sitting there for so long on nhl hockey <laughs> Well, <laughs> I was betting uh, preseason NHL hockey on the show one morning with, that, with Rod. And, uh, well, that's what happens. What happens when we get excited in the morning? It does. Right? Start betting on stuff. Well, I tell you, who can't be very excited is the Jet fans. The Jets are starting to move the football here, though. And if they can get in the end zone here before the half, 
um, you know, which is a reach. Uh, I think that they could get back into this game. We'll see, uh, you know, if they can get it into that 17-7 range. It'll be yeah. interesting to see what these halftime lines look like. But um, so really, next how we, far away are we from halftime? We're about six minutes, maybe, of okay. fo- of game time. So, you know, probably 25 minutes. <laughs> It's like, how many commercials can we fit in that time frame? Exactly. Well, at least it's not the last two minutes of a game and we're doing a wrap-up show because then we'd have to be here tomorrow, it seems like, some days. Well, today, um, of course, Joe and I will be on all day at halftime. I don't know what her schedule is, but you know, it's Canadian Thanksgiving. so My kitchen's that way. so Maybe we can do far. In the Kitchen with Joe. <laughs> well, that could be a nightmare. Maybe I'll just wear my apron in here. It was like, that's a freaking disaster. Oh, God. (laughs) Michael Carter just absolutely drilled Wilson, hanging him out to dry on an out pattern. But for the first time on this show, we're going to bring in Kevin Thomas. Kevin, welcome to the show. Hey, long-time listener, first-time guest on the weekend. Glad to be here. Yeah, I've worked with Kevin for, uh, I don't know how many years um, at this point, but uh, first time ever on a show with him. So, um yeah, it's it's been, you know, crazy season so far. You know, it's predictably, you know, the NFL is like the NBA. It's kind of predictably unpredictable, right? And it's like you throw in a couple points one way or the other. It makes it even tougher. Um, you know, how's it going for you so far? Well, I'm having a great NFL season right now. Uh, Javon's ahead of me, but 19-11, so I'm, I'm going to be right on his ass for the rest of the season until I pass him. So we'll see what happens today. I got a good card of picks, so... Uh, We'll see what happens. 19 and 11 is solid. It's almost, what, 60% range, right? 60-something percent. So that gets it done. 700 units. Yeah. 700 units. That's what I look at. Yep. Gets it done for oh, sure. Oh, and Joe, trust me, the Packers aren't looking ahead at the Bears. No one looks you don't ahead think? at the Bears. No I one looks at will. the Bears. <laughs> no, no one looks ahead at that game. That's true. Bears with Justin Fields, I know. But I really do think they – they look at divisional games coming up. No, no. <laughs> I could see it. I think it's a bad situation for them today. New York Jets starting to look like a professional football team out here, moving the ball down the field. Let's see. It. We'll see. Um, we'll see where this interception happens. Um, Joe, of course, has the season total on over Zach Wilson interceptions. She's getting close already. She's only five weeks in. But uh, Kevin, what do you got for us today? I got both my picks on this Browns-Chargers game today. I'm going to give you the side and the total. Uh, First, we're going to break down these quarterbacks. Uh, Baker uh, Mayfield has been horrible last two games. Uh, Word is about his labrum being uh, a tear. But uh, I know know that tear very well, and it's in his non-throwing shoulders, so it's not a problem. So it's just an excuse at this point. I'm pretty sure the reason he's uh, having a bad year is – Jarvis Landry being out and uh, trying to get equated back with uh, Odell Beckham Jr. Uh, He did have the rookie touchdown uh, record, and now his counterpart, Justin Herbert, broke it last year with 31 touchdowns. Uh, Justin Herbert's a stud, but if you can keep his QBR under 100, you can keep the score around 20, and that's what I think the Browns do here. The Browns keep this on the ground, keep the score at least 20, and they covered that two and a half spread. It might be a one point game either way. 
I don't bet on the winners. I, I'm betting with the two and a half points with the Browns. Uh, another thing we look at is the Browns defense. They're a top five defense. Uh, total yards so far this year, I think 250 are allowing per game. Now, I know this is skewed because they played those horrible Bears. Justin Fields got thrown, you know, he got thrown in there to the Wolves and they had a field day just uh, erupting, sacking him. So it's a little skewed, but then they go in the U.S. Bank Stadium and they hammered the Vikings. I mean, I was high on the Vikings all season and I mean, they held them to seven points. Uh, the Vikings are averaging almost 20, they were averaging 30 points a game until that game. So, I'm high on this defense. You know, you, you can look at some of the injuries, but, you know, Miles, Gas Miles Garrett's going to go. Uh, Clowney, they added him. He's going to go. So it's it's going to be tough for Justin Herbert to get going. And uh, I don't think Eckler's going to run like he did. I mean, if he runs if he runs a muck, you know, this it's still going to be a running game. So I'm really leaning on that under big time. But like I said, I'm looking at a one-point, two-point game here. Um, nothing that I'm seeing from the, the receivers or anything that scare me. Mike Williams, he's a big, deep threat, but uh, Grady Williams stepped into that role for Newsom, who's injured, and uh, I think I think they can hang with this team. And uh, like I said, I'm not seeing a lot of things. Everyone said, well, both, you know, the Chargers could be 4-0 right now. Well, the Browns could be 4-0 too, because if you look at that first game against the Chiefs, if uh, Chubb doesn't cough it up in the third quarter, that, that game's completely out of hand and they rolled the chiefs so when you're when you're the worst run defense which the chargers are right now they just gave up 180 yards total to the dallas cowboys who are dealing with their own uh, offensive injury so you got one of the best offensive lines coming to town with the best run this game is going to be low scoring and i i like the browns to win outright i don't need, you know give me the two points but i like them to win outright here joe well, Kevin, I'm disappointed. No, I, I agree with you. This is a, this is a hard one for my Chargers in this game today. Um, you look at the Browns; they're covering these spreads. They're five and one in their last six against the spread. You know, this is a team that's going to be really hard for the Chargers to come out and beat, especially by a field goal. So. I would take the Browns plus the points in this situation. I think it's going to be a super heavy run game, like you said. Um, it will be time management of that clock, trying to keep each quarterback off the field. So give me the under, give me the Browns. hate to say it. I know I'm wearing my Chargers jersey, but it's going to be a really hard day. I strongly disagree with both of you. I really like the Chargers in this one. I think that I think the Browns' numbers are overstated here. It's not just the Chicago Bears that they played at home. They also played the Houston Texans at home. So 50% of their games are against light, light competition. They went into U.S. Bank. They scored 14 whole points against the Vikings, who had gotten lit up a few times already this season. So, you know, while we can say, you know, 14-7 or whatever, and they pieced together these numbers. They did, It's not like it was two beautiful touchdowns or something. It was an ugly, ugly thing there. It was a touchdown, a two-point conversion, and two field goals is what that was. It was not even two touchdowns that they were able to score against the, against the Vikings. When we look at you know when we look at that Chiefs game, you know you talk about the Nick Chubb fumble. Patrick Mahomes sliced, diced, and did everything to that defense on top of that. He threw for like 395 yards. It was probably closer to 325, but it was throwing an extra 70 on top just for the heck of it. But it was it was men against boys in the second half when it's Mahomes' time, you know, which is the fourth quarter, right? And this is where he gets done. The Browns folded like a tent in that game. They did. And, you know, Justin Herbert is, we've seen him time after time after time in the fourth quarter 
complete that pass, complete that pass, complete that. We watched the Washington game, Joe and I did, and we saw the same thing. Um, he needed to seal the win. This was kind of like, you know, a game where a lot of people had Washington, right, in that one. And the thing is, is that, you know, it got to be late in the fourth quarter. Washington had them where they would, ha- would have a chance to get back in the game, and every single time, eight-yard pass over the middle, complete. Eight-yard pass over the middle, complete. And we saw it again and again. The game that they lost to the Cowboys, they were very much in that game. And, of course, what they did to the Raiders the other night, well, it, it you know, this, this is a team that's coming of age. It is only improving every single week. Baker Mayfield's always going to be Baker Mayfield. And, uh, you know, I think this is a really tough spot for them. Back-to-back road games for the Browns. I, I I like the Chargers here. I think they win well, this one. I really hope you're right here, Mitch. Well, I, I want to see. My I, I usually I'm am. So, Joe, I I usually am. <laughs> I know you are. <laughs> How about my my right. Paul my whole Paul Chris thing? I bet you they played it in the locker room before the game yesterday. <laughs> Thanks to Rufo. <laughs> well, I love it because I'm I'm a. My fantasy is going against Bittler's fantasy, and he has Nick Chubb and. Uh, I think Chubb Chubb's gonna have twenty some points this game. I, I don't see I don't see that uh, San Diego Chargers defense stopping. They're gonna try to rush the they're gonna try to rush uh, Mayfield. I don't even know why. I mean he's just gonna hand it off. But Herbert under pressure with and they like they can rush four and get to him. Uh, oh Herbert's a, a fantastic a, under pressure. He's yeah, fantastic. He's, a, he's fantastic against the blitz. But when they can pressure and cover and do the zone back there and double up, he's not he's not gonna be as effective. I I don't know. Everyone compares him to Mahomes. I don't see it. I mean, he's a great passer. He can mo- be mobile and stuff, but, you know, I don't see it. I like the Browns here. I'll stay lot, with lot of I'm ass slapping going on here at Tottenham uh, Hotspur Stadium. The Jets are on the board with a field goal. <laughs> Lots of ass slapping and high-fiving going on. <laughs> Must be super excited. But, yeah, this should be – this is one of the highlight games of the day, you know. It's definitely not one of my top plays for the day. You could you could see a path for both teams. Cleveland really struggles at 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 passing. Um, that's the Chargers' defensive strength. Um, you know, running the football, the Chargers' defensive weakness. So it's strength on weakness on both sides there. And the Chargers, well, you know, up against that Browns D that we said, you know, they've they've gotten it done. But four games in half your games are the Texans and the bears. I think the bears, I think when we look at those numbers, I think the bears had like one yard passing, right? So it's like, that's going to knock those numbers way down. Agreed. What do you got for sale today? Oh, you still get my early three pack in the NFL. And then later at night, you can get my total of the year. It's a big one. So I definitely look into that. Uh, for the month of October, it's my favorite year or favorite month for uh, holidays. For the end till the end till after Halloween, you can get 30 days for two ninety nine ninety nine. It's a huge discount there, especially with all the sports we got going on. We got NBA, we got hockey, college football, NFL, and the rest of baseball. So take advantage of all that. Two for one deals all across the board with any one of these cappers. My good buddy Brian, Big Dog Bittler, partner us up. Can't go wrong. Okay, well, uh, thanks for joining us, Kevin. We appreciate you being here, and hopefully you uh, are able to join us again in the near future, if not next week. 
Uh, two weeks. Uh, we shut down softball because of winter where I'm at. So we got one more tournament this weekend, and then we're off until uh, spring. So you can have me. All right. There you have it. We'll be here all college basketball, Saturdays, and NBA, and you name yeah. it. Oh, happy birthday, Jimbo Fisher. That's a win I love. Thank you. It's, it's my birth. It's my birthday as well. Of course, it's my birthday. Oh, yesterday, but happy birthday, Mitch. It's my birthday month. Mine's October. Mine's on the twenty fourth, oh. but we just celebrate the whole. <laughs> you're a lot, you're a lot <laughs> I, I start than early. He's fifty six. You're a lot younger than that. How old is he? He's fifty six. Yeah, so he's he's older than I am. So there, you yeah, go. there you go. Best of luck today, Kevin. Hey, thank you. Same to you guys too. Thank you. It's Kevin Thomas there. Jimbo Fisher. Same birthday month as me. Wonder when he go. started celebrating. It is my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> we start early, we end late. You gotta but, start uh, early. For sure. So far, a lot of different picks. No repeat games, really, you know, just kind of uh, a lot of stuff. And of course, like I said, the Jets on the board. Um it is uh it's it the Jets are a tough watch. You know, it's it's kind of like this is how you want to watch the Jets when you're doing something else. You know, it's like it, it's just it's unfair. It's like that they charge full price admission to this, and it's like <laughs> I funny. I wonder. I bet you these London games are really expensive too for the fans. Oh, I'm sure they would be. It's Extremely next week we have uh, and next week we have a London game as well that we'll be doing. Uh, you know, we'll be doing the show while the game is on, and it is the Jaguars. Who always are in London, okay. and I think it's who they I, they might be playing the Dolphins. Oh, really? Okay, sure I haven't is. looked at that week yet. Let's see who it is. The Jags. Are so pl- we are we at halftime for the Jets game? No, we're we're just ahead of the two minute warning. Yeah, it's the Jags okay. and the Dolphins next week in London, which is like a home game for the Jags. But we're gonna bring in Jovan Burtz, number one NFL handicapper on the board. How you doing this morning, Jovan? Uh, don't really like the card. There's a lot of um, trap games, but I think um, you know, there's a path to greatness for today. All right. Well, path to greatness is always a good thing. I think there's, you know, I think looking at today's card, I had trouble um, narrowing it down. I liked a lot of games, but not all that many that I just absolutely loved. So that, you know, to me is what makes it a little bit more difficult. But I always find my way. Um, so how was yesterday? I know that there was a, there was definitely some surprises there. I know you were on Boise with me on that one, and um, you know you caught some of the early stuff. But I think did Bama get you, or or they didn't get oh, you? Bama Bama got me, and um, you know after I after I put in that pick, it was like, uh, it's not it's not it's not a spot for for Bama. It's an Aggie spot, but Aggies been you know Texas A and M's been playing so bad, you know it's like. You, you, it was a, you was almost forced to play um, the Bama, in my eyes, you know, and and based on you know, what they did to um, oh, Texas A and M in the last like three or four years, they just absolutely you know slaughtered slaughtered them. So it's like, like I thought it was gonna be you know more of the same, but the Aggies came to play all game. They absolutely did. I think you know they earned that win, no doubt about it. And they they harassed Bryce Young. I mean that's the answer is you know, to beat Bama. 
stuff the run, harass Bryce Young, and, you know, take advantage of, of you know, Bama slip-ups. Bama just, you know, every time when they lose in the regular season, which is almost every single year, um, they it, they always look unprepared. It's like the one week that, they, that the Nick Saban team looks unprepared, and they kind of looked unprepared yesterday. It was just, they, they just never saw it coming. It's almost like they took this one for granted. It's almost like they took this one for granted. It was, it's like they start listening to the press, you know? Yeah. It's like, it's kind of like the Mike Leach um, thing. But anyways, what do you, what do you got for us today? I just got one um, over under play that I you know that I'm, you know, particularly keen on. Um, and it's the um, New Orleans Saints, Washington, football team um, game. I'm on the under in this one. You know, Washington, they they have a better defense than this, but they're, they're 29th in the league in, 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 in yards allowed. You know, 30th in, in runs um, allowed. I mean, not runs allowed. Points allowed at 30.5. And, it, you know, based off of what they did last year, it just seems like something's wrong in the, in the locker room. I'm not, I'm not sure. Or maybe it's that they're reading their own press clippings. Who know, who knows? You know, based, you know, based on last year, sometimes that, things like that happen where you have a highly touted um, defense. You know, they come in with their chest puffed out, and then you know they get their ass handed to them. You know, and I but I think um, you know, for this one, I think they're gonna come to play against the Saints team that you know they're 28th in um, yards allowed. You know, they're not putting up the points like they used to when when they had Drew Brees. You know, Jameis Winston, he'll have a couple deep shots that'll connect on, but other than that. You know, they're not consistently driving the ball down the field. You know, um, they they're doing it more in the run game, and um, you know, Washington definitely has a run game, so the clock's gonna be 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 eaten pretty considerably. You're gonna um, I just think it's gonna be one of those close games. You know, played within the trenches. You know, field goals more than touchdowns, and it should be under this um four, 43 and a half, 43. I don't know what the current line is. I'm showing it was it was super low. It is forty three and a half down from forty four. Yeah, so yeah, I'm on under in this one. Joe, how about you? It's a solid play playing this under. We look at Washington, their defense has to finally start stepping up, being the defense we all expected them um, against a Saints team that has a really good defense. They're holding teams to 17.3 points per game. So I think it definitely is a solid play. It's a scary number at 43 and a half um, if these teams' offenses get rolling. But I'm with you. I think this is going to be a lower scoring one. Yeah, I think it's going to be a low-scoring game, too. I, it just shapes up to be that way, to be that type of physical game. The thing that we haven't seen the Washington defense emerge, like to be that killer defense that we're all expecting to see that are the trademark Ron Rivera, Ron Rivera teams. But I think part of it is the offense just kind of hangs them out to dry. And that's not you know usually looked at in the stats, but it's like how many plays have they been on the field? And it is all day long. That Chase Young certainly emerging as one of the top players in the NFL. There's, you know, it just seems that there's a bunch of great defensive ends out there right now. And sometimes he even gets lost in the shuffle. But, um, you know, he's certainly in the conversation with Miles Garrett and with, um, you know, some of these other guys, Bosa, the Bosa brothers and, you know, some of the others out there that can you know, seriously get after the pass or game changers, right? When, if in, in the right matchup. But, um, yeah, I think, you know, I like the under in this one as well. 
But um, what do you have for sale today over at Pick Dogs? Yeah, right now I have a three-pack, you know, Show Me the Money Sunday um, NFL three-pack. You know, I want to put two more, uh, the one of um, two, two of the late games in. You know, I had a um, little family emergency, so I had to attend to that, you know, so that don't um, cause me not to put in um, a couple of um, later plays. But, um, yeah, you know, it's, it's another Sunday. I'm trying to, you know, say make this a winning Sunday. You know, sweep the board, you know, and get it on for thirty nine ninety nine. All right. Well, we appreciate you being here, like as always. We'll of course see you next Saturday. You're on top of the leaderboard in the NFL, so uh, see if you can keep it going. But um, yeah, I heard Kevin Thomas is on my ass. <laughs> <laughs> well, you guys know how it works in handicapping as well as in the NFL. You're only as good as your last pick. So we will see how it goes today. But we wish you the best of luck out there. Of course, as always. We Have appreciate a wonderful you being day. here. Yep, but, all right. Well, it is halftime here at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. Uh, the JETS Jets trail 20-3. to And, you know, we thought the Jets were bad with Gase, but it just seems that they've carried on the tradition here of stinking up the joint. And, I mean, now they're doing it on an international level, Joe. We're looking at the second half numbers, and we see the Jets minus a half a point for the second half. Can they play any worse than they than than what we just saw? Um, that's it's see like I've been talking about like how I'm going to get in shape, how I'm going to lose weight, and everything. How I kind of <laughs> let myself a little go recently. If I watch yeah. a Jets game, if they put these Jets games on at three thirty a.m. for me every day, I think I have a feeling I'm not going to be able to eat for a while. I mean this this is just it's it's a tough tough watch. Absolutely. So. Got the uh, Jets minus a half. The total for the second half is at 22 and a half. And then the yeah. Falcons team total is 11. I don't see a Jets team total out yet. Let's see if we can get one here. Not seeing it. I'm seeing um, the New York Jets at nine and a half. Oof, it's a lot of points for a Jets team. I don't know. I saw some things there in their last drive before. It made me believe that maybe they'll score some more points here. I think also they're probably going to have to open up the offense a little bit. I think if they stop running into each other, you know, that's probably a good start. You know, maybe if they (laughs) make... That would be a good start. Yeah, if they let the other team tackle them for a change. Yeah. I don't know. Right now it's a a lean... uh, I'll take take the Jets and lay the points. What the hell? I'm a glutton for punishment. You know what? I I do like the Jets over that nine and a half. I think they... Do get some points on the board. That's only, well, it's a touchdown, and then they've got to get yeah. field goal. Other points. <laughs> just <laughs> they, a challenge. Gotta get, I think they can do it, though. I think the Jets team will be. We've seen these Falcons. Um, the defense have holes in it at times, right? And I think the Jets will be able to work on that. My internet is freezing here. All right. Well, you're still not frozen with us. We still see it. Loud and clear here. And remember, when you freeze, I got my uh, my uh, my art tools here, ready to uh, give you the uh, the eye patch, the uh, the bags under the eyes as well. Mason's, Love it. The spinach. Mason yep. spinach on that the is teeth. Perfect. But anyways, what do you what do you think of the over under twenty two and a half for the second half? Um, kind of. I kind of like the under. I just, I'm with you. I think it's going to be a lower-scoring second half. Matt Ryan has played well in the first half, but putting 
putting together two halves of football. It just hasn't been something that he's been doing. But 22 and a half, I could, I could probably make a case either way. Probably make a case either way. It's it's twenty to three. Nah, I like I I like the uh, I like the over second half, and I like the Falcons um, team total under eleven. Okay. And the Jets, I think they I the think Jets they make over I, nine and a half. I think they make a game of it. They got to sell tickets. Yeah. You know they got a game in London next week. Yeah, they absolutely do. All these guys are probably so hungover after watching that Fury Wilder fight last night. But we bring in uh, Al McMorty. Big day for uh, people in London with Tyson Fury. That tremendous win last night against Deontay Wilder. But he had a big day yesterday. College football, right? Knocked it out of the park again. Um, you've been on the heater. Um, not not to jinx it or anything, but I don't think you believe, you believe in any of that stuff. No, you know, it's, uh, I, I think I had so much fun watching the football yesterday. We talked about it with all the Big Ten games. You know, I enjoyed Iowa. I was rooting for Iowa. I didn't have, well, I used it as a free play here, but I didn't have it, you know, on the uh, premium service. But I still was rooting for Iowa because I grew up in Pittsburgh and I just hate Penn State. And then, of course, I rooted for my Michigan Wolverines. And I can't believe it. They've won two road games in a row. So that's a bloody miracle. What do you um, think about the pass interference before the half? That was the game. Um, it was the it was the it was the point differential in the game was that play right. So because instead of Michigan kicking a field goal right there, they get the touchdown and the difference was four was was three points in the game and that was a four point differential on that play. Yeah, I mean, I, there's a lot of big plays in the game. I also would point to the, um, uh, you know, they could have blown the call dead. Uh, you know, when he fumbled the football as well. You know, it's, oh, we've uh, we've seen we've seen forward progress stopped on a lot less than that, including yeah. that uh, Panthers Cowboys game last week. Yeah, but what a, you know, that's 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 football. I don't really you know get too worked up over any of that stuff. Um, I'm just I just Michigan escaped. I don't I don't I don't if the officiating is going to if it, I just want to see consistency, and I always just believe that the worst calls are not reviewable. You know, it's it's just the way that they do it. It's kind of they're out. You know that the worst calls are not reviewable. So, like, you well, know, I'm, the, I'm, old, I'm old fashioned. I'm happy to go back to the day where there's nothing that's reviewable and just let the officials make mistakes. And you can have, you know, the Kansas City Royals and St. Louis Cardinals just live with it, and that's the way it goes. I'm, I'm more than happy to go back to that. Um, un, 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 unfortunately, unfortunately, when you have the official sports book of the uh, of the X team or of the uh, of of a certain league or anything like that, I think all that stuff kind of has to go out the window um, to to maintain the integrity of the game. You know, we joke around about it on our on our regular weekday show, but it's like, you know, what what happens when you know because the states are running these things, so they have an interest in these books, and what happens when they need three points, or else their state scholarship fund and teachers, you know, <laughs> retirement um, is going to be defunded. I mean, what what happens at that point, you know, in, in these games? Well, you know, here, here we are. You know, I, I, <laughs> it's like I'm, I'm, I'm the, the phone rings and it's like, um, mistakes. it's like, well, you know, you could let the game play out, but if you, if they get another field goal, well, we're not going to be able to, you're, you're don't cash your paycheck this week because it's not going to make it. You know, it's like, I mean, that's, that's, that's what they're up against here. Um, with the States being involved with the, uh, with the leagues being involved. 
I don't know. I, I just always felt um, that if the leagues were involved in the betting side of things, and I thought this, you know, many years ago when they first talked about it, and as we knew they would be, right, from day one, because there's money involved, so they got to be involved, that the officiating would somehow get even worse, right? And then here we are, and it's happening. But, uh, yeah, you know, hope, hopefully uh, it's not as big of a factor as, uh, you know, we've seen it so far this season in a lot of the games, but it seems to happen every year. That is true. That is true. So, going to take a look at a couple games here in the NFL. One of the games I want to look at, uh, the Las Vegas Raiders against the Chicago Bears. And the Raiders, I mean, they're 3-1, and one, and they're the only team to have defeated the team I picked to win the Super Bowl this year, the Baltimore Ravens. So, that's a nice feather in their cap. They lost last week to the Chargers. No shame in that. But they've faced a pretty difficult schedule besides those two teams. They've also defeated Miami and Pittsburgh. So now they're facing the Chicago Bears team, a team that I just don't trust at all, and especially not on the road. And there's a lot of ways you can chop up just how bad Chicago is on the road. I'll just give you a few of them. You know, they're 26 and 53 as a road underdog of plus three or more points versus opponents off an ATS loss. Another one of my favorite Chicago Bears sets, this might be my favorite, is that they're 0 and 15, their last 15. 0-15 against a spread on the road versus a winning opponent if that opponent is not off a straight up and against the spread win. And then just generally, if you don't even want to get that complicated, you know, they're just 16 and 27 ATS, their last 43 on the road. I'm just not going to make it all that complicated. I just think on the road, we're going to go against the Bears. We're going to take the Raiders at home. Joe, what are you thinking about this one in Vegas? Joe D'Amico, of course, at this game. Game with Dion. That's why they're not here. Because the game starts in seven hours, but they couldn't. Yeah, I hope Joe is wearing his Raiders gear. I can't wait to see pictures of that. Um, This is going to be a great game, and I think Vegas at home. I can't go against them, Um, especially against this Bears team. That's what zero and four against the spread as an underdog. Um, in their last four games, I'm not stepping in front of the Las Vegas Raiders to come off that loss that was a hard loss for them against the chargers and um get a win today at home what do you think about that max crosby justin fields matchup oh (laughs) that's that's gonna hurt yeah crosby is incredible he is like one of my favorite players for the raiders i I love defensive players so I brought it up. Anyways, I, yeah, I think we got a mismatch here as well. At least it's on yeah. paper, and, you know, there's a reason they play the games, but the Bears' defense really kind of getting, you know, hung out to dry. We saw them, you know, against against a defensive team like Cleveland, um, you know, really, really struggle because the offense uh, just couldn't get anything going. And then here they're playing against a team that can put a lot of points on the board regardless of what kind of defense. You know, the, the, the Raiders have faced some tough defenses already. So uh, yeah, I think this could be a long day for uh, for the Bears. Well, the, the next thing I want to talk about, this game actually came down for the Westgate contest. I had to choose between this game and, I, and the Atlanta Falcons. I ended up choosing the Falcons and leaving this game off the card. Um, I'm going to, and again, I don't think it's that complicated. You know, it's, it's the Houston Texans, and they're coming off the 40 to nothing blowout loss and sometimes you just have to keep things simple and when you take a look at how teams do off these big awful games in the NFL they usually do quite well home underdogs or pick them 
off a 28-point blowout loss. They're 127 and 87 against the spread over the last 42 years. So that's extremely consistent. And that's probably the major reason why you want to step in here and take the Houston, Texas, no matter how poorly they're playing. Uh, beyond that, underdogs off three or more losses in a row. They're 215 and 161. That's 57% against the spread versus losing opponents that are not inside the division. So when you put it all together, you, you know, you've got a Houston team that's just on a you know three-game losing streak. They're off a 40-point shutout loss. And now they're playing this team that just had their quote-unquote Super Bowl, even though they lost it. They had their Super Bowl last week against the Tampa Bay Bucks, you know, in that Sunday night game. And it's just a bad situation for New England. It's a good situation for Houston. And then New England's got a lot of injuries as well. So, you know, I'm going to take the, well, it's eight. Now it's even ticking down to seven and a half. But we'll, we'll take the eight points with Houston. Joe, what do you think about this one? I can't get there with Houston at all. I think the Patriots are going to come out. Um Houston has one of the worst pass rush defenses in the whole league. And I think um, New England's going to come out firing. They can move that ball down the field through the air. And I think they'll capitalize on that. Give me um, New England minus the points. Well, Mac Jones is the king of the check down. So it's a lot of points for a guy that doesn't throw the ball downfield. And um, especially on the road. I also think the public is kind of going to be up on the Patriots because of, you know, what we saw. It's it's one of those things where they're one and three, but, you know, they talked about them on Sunday night like they were, you know, going for another undefeated season or something. And Mac Jones was an MVP candidate. So a little bit of hype there. I think the Patriots probably win this one, but I just think maybe it's a little bit closer than that. Do you, I just, just as an aside, do you actually care what the public thinks? As far as, um, as far as that, I think it could influence the line. Sure, but not as much as what the Sharks think. I just, I'm just, I couldn't care less about what the public thinks. I just don't use it at all in, in how I handicap a game. I mean, well, I don't, I don't either. I just, I just think that, you know, but there it, are some handicappers that do. I mean, I've, I've got a few friends and that's all they think about it. It no, just drives me crazy. I, I think the know. data is so skewed now. I, you know, you know, total transparency here, you know. And, and you know this, I speak to a lot of these data providers, right? So I, I know where the data comes from and where it doesn't come from. And unless it's a complete set of data, then it could be excluding a gigantic player or, you know, a, a better. So the, the data that we're getting, I think, is somewhat unreliable unless they state where the data is coming from. And then that way you can get as the Jets oh, almost have returned the second half kickoff for a touchdown. The guy runs out of bounds untouched, as the Jets do. But um, the thing is, is that, um, you know, it's hard to tell because I think that when you have so many available, so something that you don't see in there is like, say you have a guy who's not a, you know, regulated sports book, right? He's just, he's the normal guys that we bet with, you know, before, right? And they're not going anywhere, right? Unless you, unless you know someone that wants to tell them that they're supposed to go somewhere. And I don't know anyone you know, who wants to do that. But what about when they lay off action onto a side back into the system, right? How does that, how is that money reflected in that action report right i just does that make sense it's kind of like say a guy has too big of a position on one side so he needs to lay some of that off wouldn't that have the inverse effect into the into the market that we're that people are looking at or have access to because they certainly don't have access to this guy's book 
And also, you know, I mean, it's 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 not as if the the public is hitting forty seven point six two percent. That if you go against the public, you're going to make money. I mean, no, you know, so it's it's just all kind of a. Uh, I don't want to use any swear words or any business. It's just all kind of ridiculous. <laughs> um, and you know, I mean, if I, if I'm a book, I'm not giving a crap about a guy who hits fifty percent. I'm caring about the guy who's going to hit fifty four percent, fifty three percent, and I'm going to move my numbers off the sharp. So, you know, is the guy's going to hit 50 percent you can have all the money in the world on the new england patriots i'm still not moving so, you know because i'm worried about what the sharp is going to do i'm not worried about what the you know what the what, what the public guy is going to do makes sense to me anyway um yeah so you know i'm gonna i'm gonna take houston here and i'm gonna take the uh the, the raiders over at pick dogs premium i've got nine plays today two in baseball seven in football in baseball going for the 12th and 13th winners in a row uh i was passed yesterday in baseball but i've got two plays today one side and one total and then in pro football um we've got seven plays uh including my nfl division game of the month so it's a decent card today on sunday and uh fingers crossed i think we've had nine out of the last 10 winning days so we'll uh hopefully keep it going on this sunday of course uh I was 4-0 last week in NFL. He's climbing back up the leaderboards last year, number one um, overall in NFL, and he's number one for the past week. Like you said, he's heating up. So uh, always a good time to uh, jump on a capper when they kind of, you know, he had a little bit of a dip, and now it's like, you know, it's he's got he has a track record of, you know, of, of hitting those winners. So it doesn't mean that he hits six out of every 10. It could be 12 in a no, row, you and then, you know, eight in a row. The other. And then eight in a row. Yeah. It's, you know, it's, 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 or it's a lot, it's a long-term thing. And for some of us, it's longer term than others. Right? So, um, that's just the way that it works. Who did you guys all use in the Westgate this week? Um, good question. I don't remember. I don't have, I have to look I have it, it up. written down somewhere. I have it on my other thing. Let me check out. Let me check my email real quick. I will see who I have. We took. I have it right here. We took the Bengals, the Raiders, the 49ers, Washington, and the Bills. Okay. Yeah, I, I haven't. I you know I haven't looked at the standings. I saw in one of the concerts. I don't know if it was a Circa or the West Guy. I saw someone got off to a 15 and 0 start. Yeah, I, I saw that too. Yeah, just, I'd love to get their know. picks to fade them for the rest of the season. <laughs> <laughs> or, or maybe they end up, you know, going whatever, uh, you know, 65 and 25 at seasons and you never know. Um, yeah. so it'll be interesting. Long way, long way to go. Oh yeah. Especially with a 17 week season. I think it's going to take all 17 of them. You know, about 65% is first place for Circa um, you know, in these contests. About 65% does it. Which well, is, and the contest has eight, and the contest has eight has eighteen weeks, not seventeen, right? So, oh, that's so true. At, it is yeah, eighteen. We're at, weeks. Nine, we're at ninety games this year for the contest. Next week we get into the bye weeks, so there's only twelve um, NFL Sunday games. So, gets it gets a little tighter, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah, it gets harder to make the picks, and you only have twelve to choose from. It's, yeah, we so. were doing okay in the circa. We're we're. We're doing a lot better there than in the Westgate. That's for sure. Yeah. I, just, I, I end up using the same picks for each. You know, I if it ever got down to it in the you know week seventeen or eighteen, I might vary them. But I figure like for the first sixteen weeks, I just use the same picks for each, just give it my best shot in each, and then 
go from there if I happen if it happens to you know come into play. Ty Johnson has found the end zone for the Jets. 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 Oh, no. Jets. So. <laughs> no. oh. Oh, know, last week, last last week, the Jets got uh, 17 fourth quarter and overtime points. So you never know. Of, of course, now I'm hitting the fast forward button and realize we're in 10 minutes of this game. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Well, anyways, well, Al, we appreciate you joining us. Guys. And of course, we'll see you next Saturday for uh, college football action. You know, yesterday, wild one in uh, in college football. I expect that we're going to see it that way all the way through to the end at this point. Yeah. Yeah, I'll see you bright and early on, sun, on Saturday. All right. Good have luck, a great guys. day and uh, let's make it a winning day. That's right. Best That's of right. luck today, Al. Thanks, Joe. You too. That Thank was you. Uh, Big Al McMorty, one of the. Uh, Legends of the game as far as sports handicapping goes. And really, nine out of ten winning NFL seasons. You know, people talk, you know, you hear regular people that don't do this for a living talk about winning and how much they win and all that other stuff. Document your picks and see how you do. Not <laughs> See if you can put together nine out of ten. And the NFL, you know, certainly one of the toughest of the tough as well when it comes to handicapping. I would say NFL and the NBA are the kind of the two. Um those are the ones that kind of separate yeah. it out. In college, you know, you could always find a mismatch. Like, uh, um, but in the NFL, everyone can play. And in, in oh, absolutely. You know, in the NBA, it's even tighter because um, just the smaller the rosters get, the tougher the competition is. And uh, trying to find the tag for our next guest. Yeah, while you do that, let's bring up the point: the Jets missed the extra point. Of course, they did. That is what the Jets. That is what anyone can play, but the Jets can't get the extra point when I have them over nine and a half for the second half. Well, come on. There's a lot. There's there's a lot of football left to be played. That was the opening drive of the second half, and the Falcons' defense really did look like a sieve against the run there. So, um, the Jets running the football, taking it out of Zach Wilson's hands, and it's kind of like what we try and you know do here with Ruffalo. We got (laughs) Ruffalo here with us, Um, Chris. Uh, you know, coming off of uh, college football Saturday, you had a nice day yesterday. Uh, any big surprises yesterday? Anything that kind of just really shocked you? A lot of undefeateds went down. Yeah, a lot of undefeateds went down. I was truly surprised with, well, I know it's been the end of the raging topic, but just how how Alabama just, just fell apart at the end of that game. And, well, kudos to the Aggies for, for getting the job done and uh, picking up the win in that game. What do you think about moving forward to today? Um, I, you know, last week Al had four pick, four picks. This week he's got seven just on Sunday. Um, you know, I really like today's card. Uh, I I I have five picks that I narrowed it down, and I really I, I almost feel like eh, maybe I should have just left it at where I had it originally, and maybe I'd have a better chance because there's a couple games that I did leave off. But anyways, what have you got for us today? Well, for me it was. On the website, I got three. I was having a harder time uh, picking through this card, but I did find two free plays that I like. And on the first one, we've given out three uh, three Moneyline Dog winners in a row well, in the last three weeks. And I was trying to make it four. I'm going to take the Philadelphia Eagles on the money line. You know, the Carolina Panthers, you know, we, we rode them to a nice 3-0 start to the year. You know, they beat up on the Jets, beat up on a Texans team that was starting Davis Mills at quarterback. The Texans pretty much look useless on offense with him under center. 
and they shut down a, a Saints offense that couldn't get anything going with Jameis Winston, and well, now uh, we saw what happened against the Cowboys. I was on the wrong end of that one, and you know, it just it goes to show you that the the Carolina Panthers, for how much we talk about the defense, struggled against a quarterback that can move out of the pocket like Dak Prescott did last week, and well, this is an aggressive Panthers defense, and no quarterback knows aggressive defense and and how to be rushed out of the pocket like Jalen Hurts has been this season top five in terms of getting pressured and 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 getting blitzed and well he's handled it pretty well and you know I just think that if he can move the ball if he can get the ball into the red zone we've seen how the Eagles can score in the red zone this year I believe there's six for six in the red zone and uh well the the Carolina Panthers you know they struggle to keep the ball out of the end zone once teams get inside the 20 uh, you know, a lot of people wanted to maybe take the points with the uh, the Eagles in this one. I think we're starting to see a bit of regression from Sam Darnold. I'm going to go the full way here. I'm going to take Philadelphia on the money line, plus 165, plus 170. I just saw one of the great plays in, in the NFL this season, and it's something that I think we're going to see a lot more of. Hurst went to hurdle the defender, and just as he leads, hits, you know, the, the peak of his jump on the hurdle, gets drilled by a linebacker. And I think that's how you stop this hurdling of players, is as the guy's in midair, just that's where you got to crack them. <laughs> it's like they just line up perfectly. And, of course, he fumbled the ball, but uh, the ball went out of bounds. But the Falcons really shaken um, by it. Anyways, Joe, any opinion on this one? The Panthers and yeah. the... Uh, I got to go with the Panthers in this one to cut win and cover. I really do. I look at uh, the Philadelphia Eagles and I can see exactly what you're saying um, where they could take this, but I'm not loving it. I think um, the Panthers have been so good on both sides of the ball. Sam Darnold is mobile. And I think the defense is going to be able to limit uh, Justin Hurts today. So I can't get on the Eagles. We look at them also covering the spread they can't. They're one in five against the spread in their last six as a road underdog. One in seven in their last eight road games. Not not loving them. I'm going to have to go with Joe Madden in this one. Um, I didn't put the Panthers in as a premium pick as one of those ones that I really considered um, strongly. The thing about this one is that the Panthers already have a good defense. Now they just went out and got stuff on Gilmore uh, from the Patriots. And, you know, while... You know, we could talk about salaries and salary caps and all of those, all those other things. And I always thought that Gilmore was a little bit to the overrated side and gets away with pass interference holding and all those other things better than any of the other defensive backs, which is what makes him a, a great defender. Um, still pretty good. And, you know, they already have the number two pass defense to begin with. And it's like now you have a cover corner, a guy who can cover man, um, and it just frees up another guy to play defense and against Jalen Hurts, who's limited, you know, he's limited. Um, I think that, I think they're going for some pain here. Uh, that's all right. I, I'm, I'm used to getting dealt pain so I can, I can deal with it. But uh, the other, the other one I'm going to look at, well, I've already got my bag packed. I got my suntan lotion. I got my sunglasses, my speedo, got a four o'clock flight book so I can be on my own Island with the Chicago bears in this one. <laughs> I, I, cause you know what? I, I know that it's the Detroit Lions. It's, it's a game that, you know, the Chicago Bears should, by all intents and purposes, win, and they did. But I saw something from Justin Fields last week under Bill Lazor. You started to see more six- and seven-man protections. They were keeping the tight ends at home, and they were giving Justin Fields time to work and, and really try to get comfortable in the pocket before they really start 
utilizing the tight end. So I think that's key is giving Fields protection so he's not rushed into making bad decisions. I know you guys like Max Crosby and this and this uh, this uh, Raiders pass rush, but the Raiders secondary I think is still a, a big if for me. You know, and this is also a uh, uh, a Raiders defense that's been getting carved up on the ground. And yes, David Montgomery's out. Tariq Cohen's been lost for the year. But there's still Damian Williams in that Chicago running back. He's running back group. He's still a capable running back. And well, the Bears, I think Khalil Mack still has a bone to pick with his former team. I'm not saying that the uh, the, the Raiders lose this game outright, but I just think five and a half is too many. And what I think could end up being a four point game, I think the Bears might shock some people today. I don't know. Hicks is out and uh, Jacobs is back in. Joe. Yeah, I'm not flipping on this. I'm all over the Raiders in this one. I just think the Raiders defense, we're finally seeing a really good Raiders defense. They're going to be all over Justin Fields today. Um, he's not going to have a good day. He's yeah, he's going to go home with a loss. They will not cover even in this one. Yeah, I just think the the Raiders just have too many options and the Bears just have not enough. That's just, you know, just just my take. What are you selling today, Chris? Oh, today I got my shotgun Sunday NFL three pack, three favorite plays on the board. You know, we had, we had a little bit of a speed bump of college football yesterday, but that's fine. It makes you appreciate the better days, even when uh, even when you when you get them. So that's what I'm taking. I got three plays on the board, two totals and a side that I absolutely love. I know totals aren't everybody's favorite, but making money should be everybody's favorite in these three plays today that I think everybody's going to want to be on, and as well as those long term passes. Whether it's just me or with someone else you see on the shows, it's some of your best value, two cappers, one great price, or, well, like Kevin Thomas said earlier, three days going to get you the rest of football into the MLB. Seven days will get you NBA and NHL opening nights. And, well, a month of 30 days will get you into college basketball, where I, I tend to do most of my damage last year. So uh, definitely check those out over at Pick Dogs Premium. Well, we know you cover a ton of college football. My guy that I said that was not drafted, you know, we always look at the guys that are not drafted in the first round, the guys that are kind of drafted a little bit, you know, down the road. My guy that I thought flew under the radar was Michael Carter when he was drafted by the Jets, and here he is just shredding the Falcons in the second half. I mean, he is just uh, having a career. Uh, this is kind of like we haven't seen uh, we haven't seen rushing like this since he played the Miami Hurricanes last year as a member of the Tar Heels. But, um, yeah, I thought I – I uh, nah, whatever. I was gonna. I was gonna say in the premium I gave out uh, the Knowles against Carolina yesterday to the uh, to the of course reception of a nice smirk from Bittler in that one, but uh, it was all Knowles out there in Chapel Hill. Yeah, it was. It was not. It. It just. You're trying to wonder how truly overrated the Tar Heels were coming into the season, and if well, they if they're even going to reach a bowl game. In the, in you the love these ACC months. quarterbacks, like you love, um, you know, Wake and. Carolina these are your guys right so I like Sam Hartman I wasn't much of a Sam Howell guy coming into the year but Sam Hartman out of wake I, I, I like Sam Hartman I can't help it I got a Sam Hartman man crush that was a hell hell of a throw in overtime yesterday that was just I mean that's dropping a dime but anyways thanks Chris for joining us um of course we'll see you uh Monday through Friday on the drive-thru we'll see you here and of course those videos that you do with Goran for the uh, soccer, you know, putting a lot of put a lot of money in people's pockets with those. We got a couple more that are 
going to be coming out today. We've got some uh, stuff from Monday and Tuesday midweek. And uh, also starting to put stuff together with Ron Romanelli over at Sports Chat Place. We're, we're putting money in people's pockets all over the internet. What about this um, hockey stuff that you're doing with Rod Zawacki? Um, we want to, we just want a series. We just want to see the video, the making of the hockey videos. <laughs> Bittler and I, uh, you know, it's like we people think that we don't agree on much, but we really agree on this one. It's like we just want to get, you know, it's like there's not enough popcorn in the world. To, it's like I'll be watching it and rewatching it. It's like, yeah, there, well, there, there could be, uh, that, that might be the first explicit rating video on Pick Dogs if we have to do the behind the scenes of the hockey videos. Mitch, you know, we, we had an issue trying to record a video for an hour with the Dallas Stars about a year ago where we just couldn't. Oh, I couldn't do it. I, just, <laughs> I couldn't do it. I, it's, I was just uh, laughing so hard I couldn't oh couldn't God. do the video. That's why I'm so not on the good. hockey videos anymore. The, the the blooper reels can can go probably for a while. You want to see blooper reels, profanity. Those are when you need to see the blooper reels between me and Goran. Oh, my Lord. Well, I'm sure you and Rod will have a lot, and uh, maybe you guys can even have some guests on there. I know Joe Madden, big on her Calgary Flames. So uh, another, another three, we could have the, uh, the the puck dog triplets there. Well, the the invite is always extended to Joe. I know we had Tony Brown on there, Ron Romanelli there last year. The, the door is open. Just got to let me know. All right. Thanks, Chris. There you have it. Chris Ruffalo, you're going to be seeing a ton of him. Of course, Chris is known as a ball hog, so the more airtime he gets, the more he enjoys himself. Anyways, Joe, almost through today's show, just a lot of cappers, a lot of games, and yeah. uh, you know, still a couple more to go. Just um, it's overwhelming. You know, like this is why the NFL, you know, Tony T always says this. He's like, the NFL is now a 365-day sport. It's like. 365 days a year, just all year, you can you, the NFL is covered now. And you can see it. We have, uh, you know, 14 games today, 13 left to be played. And, uh, you know, we haven't covered half of them. And yeah. uh, we still have, you know, tons tons and tons to talk about. So you guys should uh, subscribe to our channel and join us each week here for our uh, show. But, yeah, there's a bunch of games on the board that we have not touched. Absolutely. So uh, let's see if Rod or Brian has got those for us. Let's see who's up next. And Can you it... guys make sure you hit that like button. So many people watching this morning. I really appreciate it, everyone. Yeah, absolutely. We appreciate each and every one of you, and uh, be sure to smash the like bucket button. If you haven't checked out our YouTube um, premium and um, VIP, well, you missed out yesterday. I know I gave out... Um, Boise and uh, Florida State, two dogs that won outright. I know that much. So tons of winners in those. Uh, in those, but um, let's see. Bring in our next guest. Who's really not a guest at all. It's a regular on the show. Rod Zawacki. Rod Canadian Thanksgiving. Um, what's the Zawacki house smelling like about right now? <laughs> we, we have it tomorrow. Monday is actually Canadian Thanksgiving. That's what? Oh, I can't do it on the uh, Monday. Monday. This yeah, is a huge like, on the fight with Mon Canadians Mon when they do it. <laughs> yeah, Monday's uh Monday's actual Thanksgiving, not today. What? <laughs> well, yeah, but everyone Monday. doesn't. Ninety percent of people do it on the no. Sunday because well, then you have you Monday leftovers. I yeah, think. So. I, I think whenever Joe does it, is the right day. <laughs> well, how can 
you how can you do it on Monday? There's no leftovers then. Like, well, there's leftovers well, I mean, Tuesday, it, but it's called Canadian football on Monday, right? So that's when you you eat you eat you eat, you eat leftovers the rest of the week, right? I don't so know. I, I kind of did on the Monday. Your turkey your turkey's gonna only last five days, so that way you can get the whole weekend. You got Monday to Friday. I caught a little attitude on that last Canadian football Monday. Monday. I kind of I, I caught a little. <laughs> no, I like, I like doing it on Sunday. I think a little lower than 90% do it on Sunday. I think so. We should run a poll. All the Canadians out there, let's see. When do you do it? I would do- Am I right or is Rod right? I would, I, would, I would do it Sunday and Monday if it was up to me. I think it should be every day. Absolutely. Well, Rod, um, I'm, all pre- I'm all prepped, ready to go for it. So let's put it that way. I make it easy. It's just cook it now. That's uh, easy now. <laughs> I'm all prepped. Veggies is chopped. Cheese is grated for the cheese sauce. All that stuff's ready to go. Well, what do you got for us here? Um, so, Rod, looking for the bounce back. Um, Rod is kind of like me. Runs really hot and really cold, but um, I think you, Rod's probably sitting on a heater. Is my guess. What do you what do what do you got for us out of the gate here? Uh, uh, we're gonna go with the, the, the Steelers, and the, for me, you look at this. Uh, I, I think this is gonna be a really low, uh, low, low scoring, uh, boring game. It opened at forty. It's down to thirty nine, uh, with good reason. The Steelers' offense has has not been good. <clears throat> they're having trouble putting points on the board. So for me, the Steelers, the under their five and one in their last six uh, last six games. They're also five and one in the under following an APS loss. <clears throat> and they're also uh, you look at the Bron- at the Broncos here. Broncos, they are thirteen and three. Their last seventeen as a road favorite to the under. <clears throat> And the under is also uh, 23, 9, and 1 in their last 33 as a road underdog here. I think this Steelers put points on the board. It's going to be tough. And the Broncos, uh, with Bridgewater questionable with a concussion, I think they're going to have a problem putting points on the board. So the reason that's at 39, it's a low, low total. I'm going to take that under 39. Uh, I think we got like 17, 14 at the most in this game. Boring watch. I think it's going to be a really boring, ugly game. Joe, what do you think? Yeah, this is this is going to be an ugly game. I'm I'm not loving this one at all. Um, everything in me tells me this, this Pittsburgh Steelers team can't be as bad as we've been seeing, but they've done nothing to prove to me that they can come out and beat Denver in this matchup. Um, I don't like the total either. I don't like anything in this because we look at um, seven of the last. 10 games has gone to the over, but we are seeing two offenses that really won't be putting up many points. So Rod, like I hear you on that under 39 and a half. It's just one of those games. I'm not willing to touch anything on for, for me. I just think that maybe Mike Tomlin has kind of lost control of his offense. And because it seems to me that Ben Roethlisberger is calling the shots there and it's, He's not really calling the best shots. Tough to say something about a guy who's won the Super Bowl a couple times. He's had, you know, pretty good success throughout his career. He's got the big numbers. He's got the longevity. He's, you know, he's been banged up throughout, and he doesn't win it all the time. But at the same time, I think that I think that 
you got to rein them in because I don't believe that when you're on the other team's like 38 yard line ish, right? I don't think third and two from the other team's 38 that every single time you throw the ball, you know, 30 yards down the field. And that's what the Steelers do. It's like third and one, third and short in game in, in situations where they need a first down. They need a score. This so far this season, what they've chose to do every single time is throw this Carson Wentz pass 20 yards down the field. And the worst thing that could happen in that scenario is they actually complete one and they start to think that it works. It's like, and he, he's about one of 10 on these things. And it's like, that has been the difference between the winning and, and, and losing for the Steelers all season long. He completed them against, against the Bills in the second half. He completed those those passes, and that that's why they won the game. Every other game, it's like they turn the ball over, and that's why they're the, that's why the thirty second in rushing the football this year. You know, Steelers are a team that's always been run heavy. Also, losing Villanueva on the offensive line hasn't helped them either. But I don't know. I don't understand what's going on in Pittsburgh. Mike Tomlin, one of the best coaches of the last twenty five years, but not sure what what's going on with this Pittsburgh team. Meanwhile, this Denver defense is sick. And, um, you know, they're really good. But, of course, you know, you look at them and you say, well, they still have three wins and they're still the, the Jets, the Giants, and the Jaguars, right? So. Right. So uh, that's why I just think the under in this is the way to go. Points are going to be really tough to come by in this one. Oh, well, there, there was a turnover in the uh, Jets-Falcons game, and it actually was the Falcons that turned it over here. Oh, wow. Yeah, a little fumble action. They were they were driving for the score. They were about at the twenty yard line of the Jets, and uh, well, it, ball hit the turf, and it was just four green jerseys around it. That's it. But the Falcons were looking to put it away there with two fourteen left to go in the third quarter. A touchdown there probably would have done it, but uh, now jet ball going the other direction. Joe, you got a shot at another Zach Wilson interception here. There we go. Let's Joe's get like it. every <laughs> possession is an opportunity. <laughs> it is best opportunity. Rob, what else you got? And the last one uh, we guys you covered already, and then we kind of heard, but uh, we'll take my take on it. Um, I'm just I'm with Kevin Thomas as well. Give me uh, give me the Cleveland Browns here. Um, I think Chubb's going to have a field day. You take Chubb over his rushing yards. Um, you look at the that's the big weakness on this Chargers defense is uh, they're 29th against uh, the rush. And uh, the Cleveland offense is the number one rushing team in the NFL with Chubb going. And I think they can uh, run on this Chargers defense and get some points. I'm going to take the Browns here on the money line. Um, you look, Browns, they're 5-0 and in their last five games following a straight-up loss. Browns are also 4-0 and ATS their last four uh, road games. And you look at the Chargers here, they're 4-10-1 uh, ATS their last 15 games as a home favorite. They're also 5-15 and ATS their last 20 home games versus a team with a winning record. So uh, I think the Browns come in and uh, run over the Chargers and get the win. Joe, what do you think? Is it trying? I know this is a really hard one for me because I do think the Browns will, um, with the points, is the right way to go. I want to see the Chargers blow them out of the water, though. Uh, it's one that I'm not betting. My problem is with my team, they played better against the Raiders and they didn't get those penalties, but I can see them slipping. We've seen the Chargers year in, year out, um, have a great game and then slip back to their old ways, getting these penalties that cost them the game. 
So I'm not betting it. Um, I think the Browns plus the points is the way to go. I could see the Chargers winning this by one or losing it by seven. Yeah, I, I'm still on the other side. I'm still with, I'm still on the Chargers. I could I could see them I could see them winning this thing. It's still the Cleveland Browns at the end of the day, and it's still Baker Mayfield at the end of the day. He's got a lot of help, but I just think that the Chargers have, you know, while the Chargers were a team that lost a lot of close games the last few years, I think this year they're a team that probably wins some of those games, and I think that um, you know, that's going to be the difference with this Chargers team. I think right now the Chargers have to be favored to win the West, which is probably the toughest division in the NFL. So uh, tough to believe that the, they're going to get beat by the Cleveland Browns at home, back-to-back road games. Just I don't love that back-to-back road games all the way West, um, but that's just me. Again, I, I really hope you're right, Mitch. That's why I'm staying up this I, one. I usually am. Anyways. I know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm right. right. I'm right. Uh, according to the people on YouTube, I'm never right. <laughs> if you just fade every pick I ever make, yep. you know, that's, that's the way to do it. That's how, that's how I've lasted so long in this business. Well, Rod, there's a few games on the board that, um, you know, I I don't know what your premium picks are today. So if you have a premium in any of these, um, say I got a premium so I can't go over it. But there are three games that no one went over today. And I know Brian doesn't have any of these. You want to take a shot at one of them? I'll, I'll read them off. If you have a premium, just say I got a premium and we'll go to the next one. So the first one is 49ers Cardinals. 49ers Cardinals. Uh, my take on that is uh, this is a divisional battle, and uh, I think it's going to be closer than the five and a half points. I know uh, Trey Lance is getting his uh, NFL start in this one, and uh, we're going to see what he can really do as, uh, as a starter. And uh, we know the team around him uh, really likes to play. So for me, uh, divisional game. I think you got to you got to take the points. Give me uh, the Forty ers plus the five and a half in that one. How about the Vikings and the Lions? Um, Joe, do you have any take on that forty on the Forty ers Cardinals? Um, I'd be looking at the Cardinals team total over in that one. So I believe in them to get the points up on the board. Trey Lance getting the start today in that one for the Niners. You got um, Joe's favorite combination: Jared Goff and. Uh, Dan Campbell going at it and uh, making the road trip to the Dome in Minnesota against the Vikings. The biggest point spread of the day, 10 points, double-digit. Uh, Rod, anything on that one? For me, I think uh, in in that one, I, I lean to the under. I think we get a lower-scoring game in that one. And I'll take the Lions. I think that's too many points. I think the Vikings get the win, but that's just too many points. Seven-point win for the Vikings. Joe, I know you're a big Lions backer this year. Oh, yeah, huge. I'm going to totally fade the Lions at every opportunity I can get. They're 1-5 and five against the spread in their last six road games. Give me Minnesota. I think, win I, think, I, think that th- I think that stat is an aberration on things. They should be 0-6 or <laughs> whatever. I mean, this, they just stink. Yeah. I, I just think, you know, you have a horrible coach and a horrible quarterback, and it's just bad things are going to happen. And then you throw in that it's the Detroit Lions and just bad things are going to happen. Yeah. Um, got the Jags and the. We've seen the we've seen the Lions once already with uh, with the backdoor cover, so you you, you can see it. it, it we also saw them last week with four cracks inside the five yard line, four different drives that fizzled <laughs> out inside the five yard line. Um, 
and and so it's back to back road games for the Lions, back to back divisional road games, and this one in that dome, they're gonna blow that horn. They're gonna be the skull, skull. It's gonna be nuts, <laughs> right? Freaking one of the, of, of the NFL. Like I'm, you know, everyone knows I love the college game more than the NFL because of things like that, because of the team entrances and all that stuff. But that one in Minnesota, really one of the best. Got the um, Jags and the Titans, another divisional game. It's the last of the ones that no one's going to cover today. You, you, anything on that one? Nah, for me, I, it's, there's only one side to take. You're gonna, I'm going to take the Titans. I know the Titans got beat in uh, overtime last week, but uh, I think they bounced back and uh, used the Jags as a, as a squishing stone. And the Titans just it's been a rough back. week for a couple of head coaches, Urban Meyer and John Gruden. Uh, Joe? Yeah. <laughs> I, I hate this game. If I'm going to play it, it's going to be Jags on the money line to get an upset because I I don't trust in the Tennessee Titans after they did me bad the other week, but I don't, I don't see it happening. You guys, that's kind of like throw a bottle of wine on that game. I don't love it. Nope. Jags suck. I'll throw a case of wine on the <laughs> Titans and that thing. I can't stand the Jaguars. The <laughs> Titans are great bounce back team. They are. They're one of the best bounce back teams out there. We saw them get shellacked by the uh, Cardinals in week one. And then they go into Seattle and bust it up the Seahawks in, in, in week two. It's like they are one of the, they don't lose back to backers under Vrabel. It just doesn't happen. No, they shouldn't. But anyways, squish the Jags. of course you can see Rod, Rod, what are you selling today? I didn't even ask today I got you. My, uh, my NFL Sunday ticket. I got my five best bets which include uh, my 10-star uh, divisional game of the week and my Sunday night no limit uh, included in that. Jump aboard my NFL Sunday ticket. Rod, I just want to let you know in the comments, everyone is asking you to give out more CFL picks. We want okay. more of your picks, just so you know. Two games tomorrow. So. There you go. All right. Not on. No, they see a CFL, didn't, they don't want to interfere with the NFL, so they don't play any today. But Rod gives out a lot of uh, CFL picks in the premium and VIP shows, too. He does. Absolutely. He does. Yeah. So if you guys aren't in the premium VIP, you can get Rod's picks there as well. Of course, we'll be doing the premium show today um, just a few minutes, and then the VIP right after that. The show running eh, a little bit long, but I think that's a good thing. All right. Rod, we'll see you in just a few minutes for the premium and VIP, but. Thanks again. Of course, we'll see you tomorrow you. as well at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And, of course, on those hockey videos with Ruflo that we already talked about and uh, well, everything else. So uh, You bet. Thank you. Appreciate it. Of course, that was Rod Zwacky. You see him every morning. He didn't get him into any of the cooking hand motions there that we really tried to bait him in with. And then he switches. We will be able to tomorrow. Right, because he switched the Canadian Thanksgiving on us. When the hell like, does he think thinking? he is? Who who has Thanksgiving? I mean, on who a, is he Monday to play night? God with Thanksgiving? Yeah, it's like you you eat it on Sunday. Yeah, you have leftovers on Monday. I I, I could eat Thanksgiving every day. I I love it. Okay. I love like going to a diner. You order the open face turkey sandwich. Yeah, I'm big on it. That that's my last meal. When everyone's like, "What would your last meal be?" Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah, I'm with you. I think I'm with Endless you there. Gravy. Chicken parm is like one a. Thanksgiving is probably right there with it. I, I love it. I love Thanksgiving. It's it's always my favorite holiday. It's uh absolutely. You never see like the early Thanksgiving decorations, you know, at the store. No, that is weird. Yep. 
Reese's doesn't even make a Thanksgiving like turkey or anything, you know. They don't even do it. Normally, really? like all the other holidays, they have you know, pumpkins and bats and all kinds of stuff. Or I wonder what the, I haven't tried the bats yet, but I'm sure they taste pretty good. I'm sure they do. I'll have to try a couple. <laughs> we'll get Rufalo. <laughs> we'll send Rufalo a few. We'll just all eat bats next week and see exactly what goes. But we got Brian with us. He looks. Fro- oh, he is awake. He. Lo- I thought you were frozen. You were just sitting there sleeping. I had to wake up. Well, this is the spot that you selected. We gave you the pick of where you want to be on the show. Yeah, I like to come in and, and then get my bus started up. Like I have to say, though, I really like uh, Rod and Kevin Thomas's Browns pick. I agree with them, and I disagree with the Rod's Jaguars. Uh, I like the Jags today to cover. So that's it's, me. I'm, I'm Mr. Jaguar. Well, been you're what own four on them or something so i didn't so. take them but listen just because I get my, <laughs> you I just said you're mr pissed. jaguar yeah, yeah well, i mean i didn't say I it you said it that just means i put 55 bucks on them that's just for just to keep me uh how about that smirky gave me on the florida state how about the line on them what about the smirky gave me on the florida state pick yesterday i, I did notice that yeah i like north carolina and i i got outright a premium pick for me but i canceled out of it and changed my mind before i started entering but Florida State's been a a non-covered team for years now. So I just thought North Carolina was too talented not to blow out Florida State. One of the biggest happen. money line dog winners of the year, um, that one yesterday. That Texas one, and it, it kind of was overshadowed by the Texas A&M win against Bama. But really, it was as equally as big of an upset on um, you know where where we where we shop. So, uh, well, you remember my North Carolina under. I think it was under eight and a half wins for the season, so that wasn't pretty easy. Well, you're you're almost there, right? Because they have three losses, so uh, if, unless they run it out. Yep, I don't see that happening. They can't beat Florida State. That's pretty pathetic. Well, they got Miami this week, so well, probably in business. Yeah, I'm a little worried. Although that's a revenge spot for Miami from last season's debacle. So. Well, what do you got for us today? Yeah, I'm going to lead it off here with a very rare thing for me, and that's taking the Kansas City Chiefs here, minus the points. I think uh, this game has been on my radar all week long. Easily probably could have been a premium play, but uh, I just don't see the Chiefs uh, rolling over to the newest uh, uh, favorite team in town, the Buffalo Bills. Uh, I think Arrowhead is never an easy place to play, no matter how bad the Chiefs are. I think all the hot team humpers, going to be back in the bills today but the bigger fish uh, from the small sample look to be on the chiefs chiefs have owned the bills in recent meetings ats wise uh bills are one and five against the spread last six meetings against the kansas city chiefs i just think uh uh, chiefs aren't ready to give up their throne as the best team in football look for kansas city to send a message tonight against buffalo minus the points joe what are you thinking bills mafia Bills Mafia all the way. I think they come out with revenge this season over what happened to them last season against this KC team. I'm looking for a high-scoring game as well. I think both these quarterbacks are going to get that ball flying down the field. Um, Buffalo will just pick apart KC's defense in their secondary and all the issues they're having there. Give me Buffalo. I think the KC problems are real. I, I do, and with the revenge factor as well, I think the Chiefs might be in some trouble here and. Can I add a bonus pick to that? Do whatever you like, Brian. It's your, this is your time. <laughs> I, all, 
I also love the under in that game. Everybody in the world is going to be taking the over. Oh, my God, the Chiefs' defense sucks. Oh, my God, the Chiefs' offense is awesome. Bill's offense is awesome. I think you're going to see the total opposite here. I think uh, I think the squares take a pounding here on that total. I think it goes under, under the number here. Just watch it be like that Chiefs-Rams games a couple years ago <laughs> that went 120. Everybody um, expects this is a primetime game. Everybody's going to be betting it. Uh, I see it going under. I see it flying over. I look text, at Buff, text, Buffalo games are like day. hitting overs. They're I hitting the overs me. on the, especially on the road. I'm texting you later. Yep. <laughs> and saying congratulations, Joe. May, hey, <laughs> that, that's you, I, I think will. what you're texting me. Brian never <laughs> sends those. It's always some. It's always some. Mm. <laughs> that's not true. I, Joe's my favorite. Thank you. Except on payday. <laughs> Yeah, I guess so, on payday. All right, I guess I got another one. I was going to cut it down to two since we were go uh, cut it down to one since we were going long, but... We're not going long. We're good. All right, we're good. We got another five minutes. All right, well, my other play is on the Washington football team, plus any points you can get here. I just... Uh, lots of confidence in the Saints here. Uh, just looking for the small sample that I see today, and I just don't see where it's coming from. Saints have not looked great with Winston at quarterback. Uh, losses at home to the New York Giants should really never happen. Uh, Washington has had a slow start to the season, and they've been disappointing for me on defense. But I think Washington will uh, put a lot of pressure on Winston today, force some turnovers. Washington football team is a good October cover team. They're 6-1 against the spread last seven October games and 5-1 and against the spread following a straight-up win. Take the Washington football team plus the points. Joe, what do you think? I like that play, actually. Uh, Brian, I'm with you on this. I think um, this is one of these games that Washington can play and win this one. I'm not loving what I'm seeing out of New Orleans. Um, them losing that last game, when they were up, I, I don't have confidence in this team. So I'd rather take the dog at home in this one. Brian, did you enter our uh, office pool contest this week? This is the first week I didn't enter it yet. Well, you Maybe still I got still time. You still got about an hour left to enter our office pool contest. Of course, check out our Pick Dogs Twitter account. You could uh, just get a quick jump on it there. You could or on mine or Joe's, um, or just he check our YouTube channel. Look at our past streams and check out that office pool show. Cash prizes free to enter. So uh, be sure to uh, jump on board. I'd have to say Winston's numbers really aren't that bad, but I think they're paper numbers, and I don't think he's faced a, a pass rush like this Washington team has the potential to do. They haven't showed it, but uh, I think they get after Winston. My TV got sick of watching the Jets. It just froze solid. <laughs> Did the Jets come back and cut it to three yet? Last I saw, well, oh, here we go. Third and eight for the Falcons. What's the score? And the Falcons do not get it. It's 20 to 9. Yeah. This game's got Falcons push chokers, written though. all over it. Falcons are great late chokers. They are great late chokers. We saw Matthew Stafford and the Lions do it to him last year in Atlanta. What are you selling today? Yep, I got my pound zone three pack off a winning day yesterday. You know, three and two wasn't pretty, and I, I was expecting a better performance from Western Kentucky. Uh, but the, these three NFL games really loved today. I could have went with five. I just decided to keep to my best bets. 
So my pound zone three pack, $40 at pickdogs.com or sign up for YouTube premium. I'm going to be giving out one of those out along with a first touchdown score on the VIP show. All right. There you have it. Rod's got the no limit today, you guys. So. Oh, well, I got a no limit too. Oh. I wonder what I got to find out who he, his no limit is to compare. <laughs> I got so, a no limit also. Like, I don't know, There's twenty-five no dimes is that like too much? Well, or? my personal limit is uh, is three thousand, but I don't know what his personal limit I, is. I have no limit. <laughs> Not afraid of making the big bet. Anyways, thanks for joining us, Brian. Of course, you can catch Brian every morning at ten a or eleven a.m. Eastern Standard Time, right here on our YouTube channel with Joe Madden and myself and Rod's Wacky. Of course, you could also get Brian's premium picks, well, some of them as part of our VIP and premium shows. And uh, of course, you could find out more about that. Click the link in the description of this video. So, Joe, another good show. Um, anything we leave out that you want to talk about here? You know, I think we actually covered everything. I can't wait to get into the premium and VIP shows and give out some more picks on there. Um, I'm excited for today, Mitch. It's going to be a good one. I hope everyone comes back and joins us at all these halftimes as well. It's been a great, um, weekend so far. Yesterday was just, I mean, exceeded any kind of expectations anyone could have from start to finish, you know, starting with those early games, you know, that Texas Oklahoma going all the way through to the fight, you know, which there wasn't a lot of late college football games, but, um, you know, the fight kind of filled that in. So, um, I mean, the NFL has got its work cut out for them. And, of course, uh, the NHL season starting on Tuesday. So, And we've got baseball today. And uh, we have, uh, you know, I believe possibly four baseball games tomorrow, So, along with Monday Night Football. So everyone be sure to subscribe to our channel. Tune in. Smash that like button. Join the VIP if that's your thing. If it's not, well, we appreciate you anyway. Have a great day. And uh, we will see you uh, at halftime of the early games for our – early halftime show.